Well, people, let's just go live. Can you hear my voice out there? <laughs> How's that sound? All right. Yes. Okay. So I'm clear. I don't know what's going on. I had something going through the board here um, and uh, on the first live start and uh, lost the music, lost everything. Board decided to go a little freaky on me here. Anyway, we're live. Good evening. Welcome to the Pulse. <laughs> Coming to you live. Maddie, give me one minute here and I'll uh, send you over a, a uh, invite here. Um I'm just starting to get things back in order here. I don't know what the heck's going on. Yeah, it's a ghost. <laughs> let's see. I lost everyone in the listener room. Um, let's see here. I'm getting messages here on the side. Everyone's reloading right now and coming back on. So let's just uh, let's just give it a second here. Anyway, good evening and welcome to the Pulse coming to you live from downtown Anderson. That's downtown Anderson, Alaska, and. Uh, it's uh it's good to be back i've been gone for well it's going on about six weeks now so we're going to talk about what's been going on here around anderson and uh everything else that's been happening let's see here let me uh let me get this rolling here i got another message here on the side maddie good to see you i see miss Susie on there uh let's see here got a few more joining on okay let's see rejoin I'm live. There we go. Okay. They're slowly coming back as we see. <laughs> anyway, we had some problems with the music. I haven't used my board in a while, and I guess I got a little ghost in the machine. All right. We're going to talk about what's happening, the, what's been going on around here. Uh, let's see here. Let me start getting some invites going here. I'm slowly working at them. Let's see here. Hopefully even that starts to work. Let's get one going here. Um, there's the first one here. Let's see. Doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Got Scott on. <laughs> we're, you know what? We're we're pretty much just gonna have to let it loose tonight. I just unfigured this. Obviously, something's trying to keep me off the air, so it's time to just go full tilt here. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, just just totally go full tilt. Let me send another invite out here. Let's get uh let's get another one going here. <laughs> Unbelievable. If I, I wanted no to be idea. ignored, I'd get remarried. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep, we're back. Tucson's got back. Let's see. I just sent another invite out. Let's see if I can get him on the air here. We're gonna maybe I don't know what this thing is doing. There we go. We've got another invite out. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> Let's see if we can get the board working anyway. I, I <laughs> my board's going nuts right now. Let's see here. Maddie, I just sent you an invite. Let's see if that works. Come on. You can do it. Maybe. Let's see here. See, he only comes on. There he is. <laughs> you can always tell when Maddie comes on the air. Maddie, you on there? Can you hear me? I can't. It's real low, though. Well, let me see what I can do to fix that situation because I know when I've got my AirPods, it doesn't really work for you. But let me what, take my AirPods out. What are you talking out. through? 
T- talking through my AirPods, but let me take them out because I've noticed. AirPods. Show. Oh my God, Scott, we got an Apple man here. Oh. <laughs> What's that sound like he's doing? I, I've noticed oh my like, when, I, when I take the AirPods out and I talk directly into my iPhone's microphone, you're you're always one who says that sounds perfect. How does that sound now? It does. It does. Sounds good. Right. That sounds good. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds good, man. It sounds so, really good. It, it's it's so good. How do I sound? You sound great. Do I? Okay. Yeah, so so to I, start, I don't know. Apparently, so, my board has dust on it, so nothing seems to be working right right now. Well, that that's a that's where I'd love to start. If you don't mind, to jump right in with a conversation topic. Yeah. Paranormal activity, sixth sense, and and the psychic mind, and and the power of the brain. Weird tinfoil hat conspiracy theories. Do you guys mind getting X Files tonight? We're going to here in a little while. Believe me, we're going to go off the hook tonight. Uh, hey, I see Robin in the Hood is on. <laughs> on for a couple. Oh, on for a couple minutes, but we'll return. How's that? You're on right now. Yeah, I can. I can see Robin's on. I can see quite a bit is on. Let's see here. We got more jumping on on the side. Hello, Miss Robin in the hood. Do you do you hear any background noise for me or anything? Any any faint? I'm just trying to tune this thing in right now because something's acting just kind of weird. Just a little. I, I hear. Um, I hear an echo. A good echo. A bad echo. It's not. It's it's like a weird, really high tinny but low volume echo. Really? It's not. It's not. It's not horrific, but it's not perfect. I'll throw out. I'll throw the. <laughs> that's right. Okay. The best description. Let Let me see if I can knock this down a little bit here. Well, that that's where that's where I'd say let's jump right in because if you're up for the paranormal conversation, yeah, I, I would challenge that it's not you in any of your electronics. And if you're up for tinfoil hat conspiracy theory, woo woo shit. <laughs> this is it's a weird one. It's it's a weird one. Really, you hear it too? It's not, <laughs> you forgot to have to operate the show. I don't hear it, but, no. but there, there, there's been a paranormal activity that's been following me around for a couple of years of my life where my mind gets busy, I swear to God. And, and it's hard to justify unless you talk to other people who have experienced it. But when my mind gets busy, then I interrupt electronics. And the way, the way that like um, uh, particle physics works where time and space is kind of connected here we go. You, you invited me into your show, and and I've got this weird, useless superpower where I affect electronics, and and here you are inviting me into your show, and you're having troubles with your electronics. I can't prove it, but the longer you spend around me, the more you'll be like, "Shit, Maddie, can you just shut your mind up?" <laughs> I okay. The guest sounds good, and I sound like shit. <laughs> I'm echoing. And, can you hear the X Files in the background at least? I, I can hear everything clearly. So can you? Yeah, of course. I wonder. I wonder if it's. I'm telling you, it's the most worthless superpower in the entire universe. Where my mind is busy and it just interrupts electronics. It's like, well, what, what do you got on your head? I. Uh, me? Yeah. I can't remember. What do I got? Hang on. Let me take a look. They open back? Oh, I got the 40s on right now. Oh yeah, they shouldn't be. No, what I'm hearing. No, I don't know. How's this? Any better? I can hear you crystal clear. Let me let me try a let me try a mic test here. Hang on a second here. 
we gotta get this worked out because man, I don't want to oh. oh wait, hold on. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute and yeah. I want you to talk. Just Brett. Okay. So hold on, muting now. Okay. Can you hear me? So now? it's coming it's coming from from, from you, Matt. It's uh, so let me mute. And then now okay. Brett talk. And wow, no echo. Go on. Yeah. It's Maddie. It is yeah, Maddie. He is. He just said that. Dude. He just said he's the, he's. It's Maddie. I'm the ghost in the machine. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you need to go back to your to your tampods. <laughs> your, your, your job right now is to calm my busy mind down and like bring me back down to reality, Brett. I, I, I've been like up in my head and like I've been experiencing like. Some yeah. really hard hitting thoughts and you you messaged me today and it's like coming back down to like calm planet earth and reality and just like the flow of humanity like what i mean by that is like you're you're just like a down-to-earth normal dude and right if i'm the ghost in the machine based on like the busy mind and the most worthless superpower on planet earth i invite you to to basically go head to head and kick Maddie's ass and like get my mind to shut the fuck up because I'm, by the I'm, way i did click the explicit button tonight so oh, oh sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> no <laughs> i figured it was coming i just figured it was coming go ahead and mute again for a second uh, listen it's gone echo's gone scott yep it's gone it is maddie put your tampods back in Try okay, it. one second. Let's see if we get any, because you are Apple, right? I am. Give me one second. Okay, because he's got those little white things that hang out of his ears. All righty. Fraley, does that sound better? I see uh, James on, Susie's on. I see exec producer. Okay, everyone is all back. It is. It's 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 the Maddie phone for some reason. Mm -hmm. I wonder what it is. Anyway. Anyway, peeps, I'm back um let's uh let's do some talking um it's good to be back i see uh, a lot of new listeners on the sidelines a lot of new people coming on to the show first of all welcome to the show uh don't call it a comeback right <laughs> i'm just glad to be back i've i've missed you all i've missed the show and uh, apparently i've had music problems on top of it uh they didn't want to load right uh maddie's working on his stuff scott how the heck are you uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm well, about it. I'm about okay, as, as, as I, I, I'm. I'm like the human form of Maddie's electricity problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone just hit me up. Okay, hang on. Give me a minute here. Let me get it. Because I didn't put no news out. I didn't put none of that garbage out right now. Um, I was just happy to get back and and. Hang on a second. Let me get this out. Everyone's asking me what the weather's like right now. Okay, so currently it's 68 degrees out and sunny. It's been beautiful today. We've got a low of 40 tonight. Uh, going into tomorrow, we've got a high of 73, a low of 52, mostly sunny through the day, four miles per hour breeze. Um, Friday, 73 and 52, copycat going right into Friday. Saturday, 72 and 51. 
still beautiful. Sunday, here's where it changes, though. Uh, we're going to be a high at around 66, low of 46, and we're supposed to expect uh, about 50% chance of showers. Now, for those of you that don't live up here, let me give you a little sideline of what's happened the last few days. Um, August is apparently really uh, uh, the season of snow because up in Denali, they got about four inches of snow and it was just basically south of uh, south of uh, of Healy and it snowed and it dumped on them. Uh, I got pictures of it. Here we are. Uh, first week in August, it was already snowing up there, <laughs> up there, down there, I should say from us. So anyway, Scott, did I, I don't know if I even told you about that, that it snowed like crazy. Did I? You, you did not. Okay. Um, it did. But, but I'm very open to the concept. I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, so, totally in, not surprised, right? August 9th, yeah, August 9th <laughs> here, it snowed. And <laughs> it probably was a wonderful day, other than the, the I than did the not snow. see it. Right. It was like it missed us here. It like shorts and t shirts, and then a, a little bit of snow to right. That's it. You just wipe it off the car, and that's it. Like, right, absolutely. Perfect um, summer. Really, did you know it snowed? <laughs> it did. It, it snowed up here and everyone's going nuts. There was pictures all over the place. And even the news, our local news picked up on and goes, hey, it's snowing in August for all. No shit. <laughs> What's going on? Here we are back to the 70s again. Um, for those that say uh, climate change is warming, <laughs> guess what? Not. <laughs> what do you think about that? Um Scott, do you, uh, let's see here. What other news? Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about the news. I got the weather out. Um, let's talk about where, what's been going on here. Okay. For those that, uh, did not know, um, Anderson and the Anderson subdivision came under and even Ninana came under. We had a huge, huge wildfire here uh monstrous um it gobbled up about seventy-three thousand acres i happened to be out on the fire for 30 days uh, i was out working the fire for 30 days so that's why i disappeared and then uh was off for a little bit and then was gone another week um we had up to almost 500 firefighters here in the anderson area matter of fact here in anderson camped out our little town of anderson exploded with firefighters um it was uh it was quite um quite amazing um i haven't been out on a fire in quite a while uh i was uh asked to go out and help out which i did and um i worked with some of the most amazing hotshot crews i could ever ask for uh wildland fire shout out to you guys uh, pioneer peak uh, these guys were the best of the best, um, low, low crew. I mean, I worked with guys, uh, that just shot straight into the flames. I mean, I was with them. I spent some time on the line. These guys were flat out amazing. So a huge shout out to them, um, for all the work they did. And it was just, it, it was brutal what, uh, what we went through out here. It was quite, uh, it was amazing to see all the firefighters come in. 
and including uh, division of operations coming in from wildland fire, uh, coming in from uh, uh, the forestry and everyone that had to do with keeping our town safe. Um, it was, uh, it was quite, it was quite, uh, quite an event here in little old Anderson. Uh, like I said, there was, what, what did you, to, what did you say that Nanana did what with firefighters? Uh, Nanana had, uh, firefighters here as well. Uh, us from Anderson fire also Nanana, uh, spent a lot of time, uh, days and days and days of nonstop. You know, so Greg, anywhere from 14 to 18 hours days. Are you comfortable there. describing like what your contributions were to fighting the fire? Because Absolutely. you're on the front, front line. It, it, it's such an interesting story to tell. And I'd it, to hear. it is. Um, you know, I started out uh, running an engine uh, tender, a water tender. And I continued that all the way through uh, backing up hotshot crews. Um, I was with the crews on the line. Um, I spent days out there, uh, everything from backing up crews to making sure, you know, our, the tender I was running held 2000 gallons of water, uh, running back and forth, um, anywhere from seven to 13 miles into the bush, uh, getting them everything they need. And from that to work in structures, uh, that were there protecting structures, filling porta tanks everywhere. Um, it, uh, like I said, it took some amazing people and some amazing crews to take care of the people of Anderson and keep it at bay to include, uh, Anderson subdivision and also Ninana. It got close and, you know, um, we did have something that happened here, uh, prior to me going out on the fire, um, we had put together, and I want to give a shout out to Cat uh, out there who put together a fireman's feed because they were out here so quick that uh, um, there was no time to get things rolling to get the firefighters, the first groups out here. And I think the first day, the first feed that we did, we did, I think it was just over 120 meals um, for the firefighters here and got that out to the line to them. Um, tragically, we did lose one life uh, out here on the fire. And um, it was a sad day for everyone that was out here. Uh, we did lose uh, one of our chopper pilots uh, out here. And um, it was, it was, uh, it was a sad day. Um, I spent a lot of time out there with the firemen that uh you know that worked with him that um he of course was flying out supplies and everything else and um you know it was just uh it was a rough run i gotta say it was uh it was a very rough run and as susie posted up there they were long long days i hadn't put in that much time and forever and let me tell you it uh made me thankful and feel very blessed for the people that I got to work with and the people around here that protected our, our homes around here and our lives, you know? So next time uh, you see anything about a wildland fire that's in your neighborhood, let me tell you, um, the people who work those fires 
are amazing people and they don't turn back. They go straight into it and they put their lives on the line and uh, they make a difference. So uh, you know what? Lots of prayers go out to all those that uh, out there work in those fires, you know, because it, it takes a lot to do. I, I, for one, I'm, I'm in touch with fire. Uh, I have a thing for, for the fire. Um, 2013, we lost the Granite Mountain firefighters in Prescott, Arizona. Um, you know, that was, uh, I believe it was 19, 19 lives lost out there fighting one of the fires. So it, it, uh, it touches home when, uh, when these guys are out there doing what they do. Now think about it. 73,000 acres. That's, uh, that's huge. That's huge. You know, Maddie, you got any questions? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, and, and this is in the most respectful way possible. And it's with your permission. Do you mind taking a moment of silence and sharing the name of the firefighter who lost his life so that we can honor his sacrifice? It's up to you um, if you want to do You know that, what? But... I would love to. I'm not going to put a last name out there. I will just put his first name out. Um, I was lucky enough to meet him prior to what had happened. Um, spent some time with him. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, let's let's take a few moments of silence for him. And uh, this is for chopper pilot Doug out there. And uh, thank you, sir, for your sacrifice and uh, all you did over the years. Let's go ahead and take a few minutes of silence here. Actually, a minute of silence. Thank you all. All right. Thank you all for doing that. Uh, it means a lot to me. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was quite a feat. Um, also, shout out to uh, the fire crews out there. Like I said, um, we had uh, Pioneer Peak out there. We had Wildland out there. Uh, the Lolo crew, all those crews that were out there, they were just flat out amazing. Um, Graham, big shout out to you. The guys here in Anderson. Uh, big shout out to Chief Scott, uh, Chief Thompson, uh, John, Brian. Uh, I kind of tease him because I call him Brian. <laughs> uh, Senor Scott. Um, all the guys that are out there um, that got to do work, uh, including uh, uh, Reed was out there. Um, all the guys that uh, spent time out on that fire. Is uh, it's a heck of a job you guys did, 
and uh, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. It was uh, it was quite a challenge, let me tell you. Um, from times of hitting walls of fire to seeing four columns come together to feeling the heat, basically blistering paint off the trucks. Um, let me tell you, uh, it uh, it was uh, it was quite uh, quite the experience. Matter of fact, um, maybe I'll I'll share some photos of some of them on the Pulse page. Uh, Maddie, are you part of the Pulse page on Facebook? Uh, reminder that I deleted Facebook. I still oh, use Instagram, okay. but I deleted Facebook a few years ago because I okay. like in general, like Facebook just doesn't do the thing for me any longer. Um, right. I wish I was because I would love to see those photos. And okay. I guess that's a, a perfect introduction to the idea of have you ever thought about a mailing list for those? I have. Facebook? Um, tell you what, give me a minute here. Let me take a take a quick look here. Uh, let's see here. As soon as I can find what I did with it. And I actually do have a question for you as a person who just fought a wildfire. Shoot. So it was one of the things that got introduced in the last, I'd say 10 to 20 years. Uh, so there was, there was, and still is a longstanding tradition of what the national forestry service says is the proper way to maintain a forest. And, there has been debate that maybe the idea of the National Forestry Service hasn't really got it right because controlled, it, it's kind of like when you, you burn the brush. If you burn the brush at the right time, then it prevents the bigger fire. And one of the things that, and I'm, I'm going to plead ignorance because I've I, always lived in like plain states or mountainous states, so I don't really have the right information. But one of the things that I've heard through the grapevine is maybe the forestry service got it wrong and it's leading to the larger and larger forest fires that we're dealing with today. Do you have any information that you've learned about with forestry management and the bigger fires that we're dealing with in this time and age? Um, you know what? I honestly, I don't know enough about it to, do I. I, I really don't. I really and don't. It, that's fine. I, I mean, mean, it's a it's a heady question, and it's fine for us both to plead ignorance because, right, right. You know, we we could all say climate change, and climate could be changing. It might not be. I mean, there there's well, historical records. I'm going to have to say BS on that because I just watched it snow on August 9th. <laughs> well, 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 Brett, all I was going to say is like, we, it yeah. might be changing. It might not be. We've only been recording the temperatures for about 120 years. And right. so, like, recently, like, we just went through a heat wave here in New York, and I looked, the record temp for New York City was actually in 1930, it was 106 degrees. Now, right. does that mean that we're not trending towards hotter? I mean, there, there are some that say that we lived through a mini ice age from right. around 1100 to 1800. So, the, the entire science of climate is a very young thing, and we're basing a lot of our knowledge on core samples of rocks and arctic ice and and we do yeah. see there are trends that are moving in a direction but does that mean that it's going to in in like all seriousness break the ice and change the climate to make it inhospitable to planet earth for humans we don't freaking know, no, we don't I, know. I, I honestly think and fraley you're right i think you're on to something there 
um susie has has a good opinion on it too is the way different forests grow and react um you know every everything is different so i gotta i gotta you know i gotta say everything yeah you're right fraley um the bark beetles uh, killing spruce and creating more fuel for the fires yeah i mean um right. we have firefighters here that have never never dealt with black spruce before and never seen how they go up like a roman candle and explode yeah okay. my, my, under, my understanding about like the how the forestry department of the united states like the national forestry service got it wrong was this idea right. of don't touch it at all and what what happened was because they tried to preserve too much what happened was too much undergrowth happened so what would result in the natural culling through forest fires that were results right. of droughts and lightning strikes were then prevented, which led to more and more and more brush, underbrush and, right. and small growth that turned into bigger and bigger forest fires. Now, Absolutely. I don't know if climate change is real or not, because I am not a climate scientist and I have no, not enough data to deal with. But what I can firmly say with authority, this is just me, is the reason that human beings right now are crying the climate is changing is because we've never lived in a time in an era a space or a place where there have been this many of us to observe the climate right and and right now i feel like a lot of what we're dealing with is either it, it's on the table it could like our climate could be breaking or it could all be political hyperbole and and the only right. thing that's going to tell the difference is the test of time and and the test of time, this is just my opinion, and I'm, I'm welcome to commenters, whether in the chat or on the panel, to refute me. I think that the test of time is going to be the human impact on the planet is actually real when you talk about the great garbage patch. Sure or it when, is. Or when Absolutely. we have interstate highways that interrupt migratory systems of you know, large mammals and migratory birds. Like We are, we are disrupting the natural environment. In, Right. It's irrefutable that this is happening, but is it changing the climate in a way that the climate has never been changed before is yeah. the real question on the table. And, yeah. and my, my answer, this is my, now this is where I drop the opinion, is every time humans try to meddle in the environment, planet Earth smacks us right back down. And I oh, like absolutely. We, absolutely. Like check your email there. Uh, check your email there, Maddie. Cool. I got gotcha. you. Okay. And this and these are the wow. Just that looks like an atom bomb, man. Those are those are some of the photos that I took, and I'll have to I'll have to share those. Uh, I'll I'll get to where I can share those. Scott, I sent you some. Also, um, you're welcome to take a look. Fraley, I don't know if I sent you. I can and, send you some here. And in all um, due respect to the panel, I'm sorry that I took up that time to offer the opinion. No, and no. like I said, anybody is willing to able to like come in refute. I, I just think that anytime humans meddle in the environment, then the environment just pushes back. So is the environment changing because of us? Yeah, but are we at catastrophic doom and gloom because of us? All right. time will tell. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. Fraley, do me a favor on Messenger. Shoot me your email real quick because I've got it on the Pulse page and I actually have mine open right now. And I'll give you, I'll send you something real quick that you can take a look at. You talking um, to me? No, Fraley, Kevin Fraley. He's our, he's our fish guy. He's our resident fish guy and fish biologist. Ah, got it. Not uh, fish band. Yeah, he is, he is the man. 
Okay, let me see here. And let me shoot this out real quick here. Actually, what I'll do is I'll forward that email that I sent. Do, do, do. Sent. And uh, where's the forward button? Here we go. While, while you're doing that, does anybody have any puppy potty training tips? Because I swear I'm dealing with a biological warfare agent in my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fraley, I just shot you some there. Um, enjoy, my brother. <laughs> those are those are looking through my camera's eye, and those are just a few of them. <laughs> Fraley, I just shot it to you. <laughs> but anyway were, you know, I, was, I was just going to say what Kevin said about the bark beetles you, you remember living here we are constantly oh, absolutely. fighting them yeah like and and it's exactly what he said um like I used to spend a lot of time when I first moved to Arizona up on the rim and you know, I remember sitting in Young and sitting there with a bunch of the people who clear out the forest for the forestry department. Yeah. And they were basically saying, like, because they were being cheap, they wouldn't let us er them eradicate. Like, they were like, oh, we can't eradicate all the trees. And it's like, well, if you don't eradicate all the trees, they'll eradicate themselves, cause right. fires. You know. Well, and if you remember, you know, there was that huge fire up there. What was it like? Oh, four or something like that. Yeah. The and, rim fire. Yeah. Yeah. And a bunch of people died. Yeah, absolutely. Was, and then absolutely like I said, dangerous. I lost, I lost a friend in the firefighters in Granite mountain. Um, yeah. you know, uh, the 22nd on, uh, and, and that's kind of a reverse story of, of what Maddie yeah. was talking about that area. Yeah a lot of the forest is owned privately but right. not developed so it was up to the owners to clear if they wanted to or not you can't force people to clear trees off their property that they own right you know right it's 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 value right the woods yeah. value the land's value they don't have to do that if they own it um you know, but that was also the sad part. All the stuff that burned in the, you know, the Granite Mountain, um, a lot of that was people's like homesteads. Oh, absolutely. Like, it was. It absolutely. wasn't like devastating the forest land or anything like that. It was like pe people like own that land, lived on it, had families, had homes, and yeah, oh it yeah, was, it was absolutely. It was, it was really, really a unique fire because usually does you know there's usually fires don't hit areas that are as populated. Um, you yeah. just saw that where you are. Right. I was like, I was on homes out there. I was on, right. you know, I mean, <laughs> saving homes out there, you know? Um, so right. Here's a question. Shoot. This is a, this is an interesting one when it comes to areas in the West, because the West is disproportionately affected by wild for, wildfires in North America. And there are stories in the news that show people who turned on their sprinkler system to protect their homes. Here's an interesting question. When it comes to homes that are being built and home insurance and, and when it comes to mortgages is always a prerequisite, right? Right. And, and then you got fire, flood, tornado, acts of God insurances, right? Right. Perhaps in the West. Now, this is a crazy 
supposition, but if wildfires are now starting to sweep through the West indiscriminately in population and in centers that were never meant to be necessarily populated, where the Forestry Service might have done us dirty with uh, uh, maybe negligent policies just because of ignorance. I'm trying to phrase this in the exact right way. Maybe moving forward, requiring people to have sprinkler systems to protect their own personal property so that firefighters don't have to risk their lives to save personal property might be a supplement to home insurance in the West. What do you guys think? It would be, but it's one more thing that would add to, um, no pun intended, the difficulty in the fire of building down there. Also, um, and it's also the difficulty of like watersheds, groundwater, and, and drying up rivers. It, it's such a complicated Absolutely. thing, right? It is. It is. Um, it's uh, there. Kevin said it best. It's it's always been a balancing act between it. I mean, I've spent time in numerous years in the California mountains, um, where you know, firefight, you know, wildland fires uh, are just part of life, you know. Um, and to, wildfires aren't exclusive to just the West. I mean, they happen over here in the East as well, but we have oh, a yeah. lot more ground aquifers and we have burn bands for certain seasons. One of the things, uh, most people are really good at identifying problems, not solutions. And I would like to identify both a problem and a solution, but take it a little bit South from where you guys live. And when I say a little bit, I mean, thousands of miles South California. California, their underground aquifers are drying up and and everybody is being asked to uh, ration their water supplies. They're not allowed to collect their their rainwater and and rain barrels because of underground aquifers drying up. You guys are aware of this, correct? Oh, yeah. But here's one of the most effed up things about that is California state legislators still allow mega corporations like Pepsi through Nestle to bottle water out of the aquifers. Isn't that crazy? It is. It is because they're making money off of it. And and that's one of the things that really irks me about politicians. I've read in the news recently that uh, Southwestern states are asking for the Army Corps of Engineers to divert either the Mississippi or the Great Lakes to uh, refill the Colorado River to make it so that these population centers can exist in general. And as the populations of these states are saying, no, we don't want to, then they're saying, well, don't expect us to help you when you're in trouble. And I've, I've had a personal reaction to this, and it's open for discussion. My first initial personal reaction was, well, you got yourself into this mess, then why do we need to help you? But then I thought about it for just a second longer. And I'm like, wait, they're going to create the solutions that overcome the problem. And then when we find ourselves in the problem, they're not going to share their solution. What do you guys think about that? Well, it's definitely, I mean, it all comes down to money. Any way you look at it. Um, It does. It, it, It all comes down. I mean, look at what we're going through in inflation right now. Okay. I mean, it's all coming down. Everything comes down to money. Everything you do comes down to money nowadays. To live, to breathe, to do this, to do that, it all comes down to money. Did you watch the movie The Big Short? um, I can't remember if I did or not. It's okay. That sounds like a Scott movie. Scott? 
it was, it was Christian Bale who was like one of the main actors and it, 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 it really revolved around the idea of the 2008 housing market collapse. And it was a, a key set of investors who just identified that these were garbage bonds that contained all the junk mortgages. And they were the ones who identified it and they shorted the mortgage uh, banking situation in general, something that never happened. So when the collapse happened, they made a ton of money, but they felt really bad about making a ton of money because a lot of people lost their homes. Right. And the, the only reason I bring it up is we're talking about the topic of water. And one of the subjects that was like one of those, like at the end of the movie, there's like those little lines of dialogue. And, and one of the main investors, they, they said that he's pouring all of his investments into water because it, believe it or not, man, like China's damming up all the rivers that are going into India. They're both billion people plus populations and they're both nuclear capable. It, it's really hard to believe, but there might come a day in our lifetime, regardless of what age you are, we might see the war for water. And it's crazy to believe, but the Sahara is expanding and it, and it all has to do with like, you know, it's not human involvement so much as there are just more humans involved in the conversation. And, and there are a lot of people who say that the, that the conspiracy theories that they're trying to depopulate the planet, I'm like, well, who is they? But at the end of the day, like, like who the hell is they? Right. Uh, you know, the, right. the, real, the real hard problem is it, it doesn't mean that we don't have the ability with the land available to support our population. It's just where our population is tr currently choosing to live. The land and the ecosystem, right. the I biology mean, and, the, and the water doesn't necessarily support it. So I think that we're currently at a point in a place in a time where, especially where you live on the West Coast, where you're starting to hit these massive wildfires. And the, and the, and the question is starting to be asked, can humans live here at this population density? And yeah. at what point? do humans take their own personal responsibility to leave or where does legislation and governance have to kick in? And I don't know, I don't know what the right answer is, but you live in it. So what do you think about that? Right. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. Hard, and hard questions, I, right? Right. Big time. Um, I'm going to mute myself. Cause I just said a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one almost hurt, didn't it? <laughs> no, you you brought up some very good, very good points. Um, you know, the, I mean, there's a lot of things that, uh, yeah, I did see that, Freely. I saw you put it up there, proposal to pipe water from uh, southeast Alaska to the southwest U.S. Yeah, I know. Um, if anyone's seen any changes, I'm sure you have. Uh, and the fish populations and everything else that's changing around here. And it is, it's, uh, it's quite crazy. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and open the lines here. If anyone has anything they'd like to say or jump on in, you're welcome to call in. Um, lines are now open here at the Pulse. Uh, you're welcome to join us here on air. Uh, let's see here. I just, uh, Scott bowed out for a few minutes there. Um, Fraley, you're welcome to join anytime you like if you want to get on. Um, let me shoot this over here. Shoot a quick message here on the side. I tell you what, this is uh, these are tough, tough times and tough things to think about nowadays. Uh, you don't have your headset. How dare you? <laughs> I caught that. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right though, Matt. Uh, you you are definitely right. There's a lot of things. I mean, you're look at what you're dealing with in New York. You know, 
I mean, you're the, you're dealing with some garbage right now, right? And it's been ongoing lately. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, but I, I don't want to get my, mired in the muck of that. But let's lighten it up a little bit. There have been a in the news a couple of uh, reportings of massive solar storms that have hit the Earth. And have you noticed that there has been an increase in the northern lights in your territory since... I'd say the last two or three weeks, have you seen an uptick in the Northern Lights? No. Or are you in like big summertime? They're here, like like, big sunlight? They're here all the time. Well, in the wintertime, you know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, forgot. They, you're, they you're like in the sun, sunlight part of, part of the year, right? Yeah. They, they, yeah, we're in the sunlight part of the year right now. I mean, our Northern Lights dance in our backyard. You know, I, I get pictures. I'll have to send you some pictures, but we got some great pictures, you know, that I that I keep around. Let me see here. Someone just shot. Uh, do, 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 do. I just got that one. Susie, you're well, live like on the, the idea. The idea of moving water from one place that has it to some place that doesn't. All that is is a band aid that just makes the problem grow bigger. It's kind of like, have... like in LA when they, they build more lanes to the interstate and there's more traffic, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the more it's concrete and asphalt and everything else they put down the more it traps the heat in so naturally occurring things aren't happening the way it should you cut down the rainforest because not just south america has rainforests we have temperate rainforests up here but if you yeah. cut all the trees down then it lessens the rainfall and it mess you know it, it's a cascading effect did you guys um, did you, Let's put the tinfoil hat back on. You guys remember in the 90s, the guy who invented the water car who, quote unquote, committed suicide with two bullets to his brain in California? You guys remember Oh, that? absolutely. Yeah, the hydrogen yeah. vehicle. Yeah. You guys, have, have you guys seen in the news that there there's a new guy who has reinvented the water car? Have you seen that? Oh, he, like, he, better, he better duck and hide, man. <laughs> well, I, well here, here's They'll the make that patent go away. Yeah, exactly. Here's the question for the ages. In, in the age of social media, do you think that they can make it go away? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All yeah, right. Absolutely. I'm, absolutely. I'm on your side. I think they can totally make it go away. If they can make UFOs like public knowledge and the whole world is just like, yeah, cool, UFOs, I think they can totally make the water car go away again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on. Look at Bigfoot and Yetis. They've been hiding for years. True. True be dead. And interdimensional beings, Loch Ness Monster, the Yeti, the whole. Dude, I've seen whole... one. You got that right, Kevin. They're... <laughs> He's going to be epstein <laughs> It's right. true. He's going to disappear. Right. Absolutely, yeah. right? It's going to be there's no, there's no way they're going to let this go through. <laughs> yeah. and, no, and absolutely. It goes back to what Brett was saying. It just follow the money. Like If you think about like yeah. why the governments and the, and the corporations won't, and the oligarchs won't let it go through, it's because if you disrupt the system so much, you will collapse the system. And if you collapse the system and you don't give anybody something to do in, instead, you got millions of people around the globe who are involved in the energy uh, right. economy. And all of a sudden, it's water cars. Then you just got millions upon millions of people who are unemployed. The economy collapses. The people in power, they're like, hey, it, it's better to let the world burn to the ground than to let the economy collapse. And right. it, it's insanity, yeah. but isn't it crazy it is, that it's it true? Is. Um, the last count I got, now unconfirmed, that the fire was costing us $1.8 million a day to fight it. Dang. That's a lot of money. Okay. 
$1.8 million a day to fight the fire that we just went through. That's almost enough to pay rent in New York City. Just about. <laughs> well, your your bathroom closet anyway. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was going to say, you, you, you could have a studio apartment in the Lower East Side for that amount. Right. Yeah. You know. In Manhattan, you'll pay about two and a half, but that's with parking and a doorman. That, right. And and, yeah. and look, they'll, they'll take care of your dog when you go out of town for a weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. And on your anniversary, <laughs> you'll get an edible arrangement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to you about that, Maddie, when I was gonna when I was supposed to move up there. And yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. I, I our uh I think our rent for the place that we were going into that was taken care of, but anyway, it was like twelve thousand dollars a month for the place that we were supposed to stay a, in in Manhattan. A pittance, honestly. Like who can't afford that? Like you'll figure it out. Right. Obviously. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talk about some money. That's some money right there. Um <laughs> Well, here's a good example of conspiracy theories and, and whatnot. When it comes to okay. the health field, I'm asthmatic. An inhaler back 20, 30 years ago cost you $8 if you didn't have insurance. And the government yells, oh, the, the, the propellant in an inhaler is eating the ozone. We got to redo it. Same medicine. And now all of a sudden it's $85 an inhaler if you don't right. have insurance. Right. You know, they all made I'm money yelling that it's everything's eating the ozone. It's not. The Aquanet hairspray and, and all that. Hey, Hello, it's, maybe it's the bomb I, you I dropped like on Hiroshima. Hello. <laughs> I like oh Aquanet. My gosh. <laughs> how, how many different directions can we go from that place? So many, so many directions. But the direction that I prefer to go is I remember when I learned about the ozone layer being destroyed, I learned about it through G.I. Joe and Sergeant Slaughter telling me that the CFCs were destroying the, the atmosphere and he his favorite shaving cream was using CFCs and he wasn't going to let his American <laughs> shaving cream yeah. be the reason that the ozone Oh my god, I do remember that. Did you, have G.I. Joe? Did you have G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip? Oh my god. You gotta, you, you gotta stop. PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> Heck no, we're explicit tonight. I done told Susie before I even started the show. I said this is gonna go off the hook one way or the other tonight. I just figured it'd go. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've been I haven't been on in in a while. It's been what six weeks. I I can think the last last show was on the twenty second. I think June twenty second. So that's been that's been quite a while. What's and, that? Six weeks, seven weeks, somewhere in there. Yeah, and you've yeah. been fighting a forest fire. So, right. I we we will forgive you for not servicing the community, <laughs> giving I'm giving the people what they want. Kevin, thank you. <laughs> did you get the pictures I sent? I sent you guys some pictures. Matt, did you get yours? Yeah, I got mine. I had okay. a friend who lived. I have a friend who lived in Seattle who lived through the fire that happened last year and. Yeah. Her reporting was that she could literally smell the, the death, literally like the cooking animals wafting in on the on the clouds, which was one of the things that disturbed her the most about the wildfires that were sweeping through. And 
and her her perspective was i think really unique <clears throat> on point it's it's similar to when people talk about going to war the one thing that nobody tells you is just how bad war smells nobody oh, talks yeah. about how how bad a, a wildfire smells because there's animal life that gets cooked Oh, absolutely. And, and the carnage. That almost got ran over by a grizzly because it was hauling ass out of the fire. Boy, it was, <laughs> man. It was booking. I thought I was going to have to peel him off the side of my truck. Like, I mean, <laughs> better than getting ran over by a reindeer because oh. I, I know my grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Did whatever. she? Yeah. yeah. No. Um, there was, uh, yeah. No, uh, when we started getting into, um, yeah, into into uh the kilo area of the fire um where it started getting real real hot um the animals were being flushed pretty 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 darn quick like i said i almost got smacked by a bear on the way through um so what do, course, the, what do you think is the most effective way to fight a forest fire of that magnitude because i mean there's so little that line, we can do running black line which is basically backburns what does that mean it means you basically do um you do burns in front of the fire to create a black line to get rid of the fuel in front of it ah and and that goes back to those the are lines. forestry department that like misguided us where it's like if you think about like the western forest like the the trees that survive they've got like bark that's thick that that has char that they they're designed to survive these fires but the sure. underbrush that the grows sequoias, right Look at look at Northern Cal, look at the redwoods, the giant redwoods. Um, they've survived thousands and thousands of years, and what a lot of people don't realize is, in order for them to even germinate and grow for new trees, fire is what releases it. Um, go ahead. Uh, it, it's a weird thing, but when when Ch communist China coalesced their power, have you ever heard of the the four great enemies and one of the enemies was the sparrow so the the communists literally went out and killed all the sparrows of their country but once they killed all the sparrows then there was nothing left to kill the natural insects then it became a a, a plague of pestilence that came through and ate all their grain and that's why they had 50 million people that died well anytime you, ever... you you upset the natural balance because we are all a circle of life yeah then it Everything so, goes haywire until it can reset itself. So the, the reason I brought that story to play is, yes, I am specifically throwing the forestry department under the bus because the, the idea of conservation led to an immense amount of undergrowth that wasn't natural because of preservation. And because of preservation, these huge fires are starting to happen and they're being we're being thrown under the bus as a population by saying that these forest fires are happening because of climate change. And maybe that's a factor to it, but I really do believe that the national forestry service is telling us to preserve, preserve, preserve. But I grew up in Northern Indiana where we had controlled brush fires so that we didn't have bigger fires that overwhelmed our crops during the drier months. And there used to yeah. be a time when the drier months lightning strikes would happen and the underbrush would burn and, and the thick bark trees would survive. And, and the idea of these national forests that are completely and totally preserved and we put out the fire is then, this is my speculation based on the, the information that I've collected 
is this is the theory on hand is maybe we shouldn't have prevented these smaller fires because now we're dealing with bigger fires as a result. Right. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, but anytime mankind tries to make uh, policies that tries to intervene with nature itself, we deal with havoc and havoc is what we have on the West coast right now, a very delicate ecosystem. And going back to just the brass tacks of the point of the conversation, God bless your service, Brett, because that is a really hard position that you put yourself in. And thank you for doing the work to protect your community and, and putting in the time, the effort, and you did deserve those six weeks because I'm sure you're exhausted. So the fact that you're passing right now, I'm, I must admit, but it was very rewarding. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time with some of, like I said, some of the best firefighters in the world had gathered here in Anderson, Alaska to take care of us. And, you know, I, I spent time, you know, the, the old time, the old saying, you know, to live with them, to, you know, smile with them, laugh with them and even cry with them. Um, every bit hit home on this last fire, you know, and it's just, uh, it, it's just amazing to see, uh, we had, uh, Fraley just asked where were all the crews from. We had crews from all over the U S. Um, we had, uh, Pioneer Peak who's here in Alaska and big shout out to Chris, engine boss Chris out there. Um, let me tell you, amazing man. Got to spend a lot of time with him out there. Also with uh, Graham out there, Wildland Fire. Uh, shout out to them. Um, the Lolo crew, the walking crews. Um, I saw. We had the crews out of Canada. I don't remember yep, their names. We so. had two crews, uh, more than two crews out of Canada. We had from Canada to. Seattle from California to um, Colorado, Montana, Colorado, Montana, um, Idaho, Nebraska, Idaho. I mean, they came from all over. There was over, there was over almost, I think we reached almost 600 people working the fire. It was quite, quite amazing. And, uh, you know, uh, yes, that's them. <laughs> and I got to work with yes. <laughs> Way so cool. Here, here's another question. And these these are like big heady philosophical questions. Yeah. When when forests burn down, similar to like volcanoes in Hawaii that introduce like new new elements like minerals into the soil, do you think that forest fires are beneficial to the ecosystem or do you think that yeah the way it's happening right now, that it's just like destruction out of control based on where it's at right now. No, it very much helps the ecosystem. It, it makes uh, here's, the here's, animals healthier, yeah. the plants and trees healthier. Um, like here, after a fire, we get morale mushrooms that come up for the next couple everywhere. of years after a fire, and that's the only time you see them. Right. Yeah. So it is beneficial. That's it's Mother Nature's way of replenishing. Yeah. And Kevin's right about that. The effects of uh, what too much can do damage. And of course, some, you know, the last fire that was in the Kobe area 
which is where we thought most of it was 2019. Um, the effects were still out there, but the regrowth was amazing. Um, I got to see the old burn um, going into the new burn to, I mean, it is, it, it does. It, it's such a, it's such a fine line, you know, to, to basically jump back and forth. Um you know, Kevin is, uh, he's more in touch with the biological side of, of course, the effects on the fish, everything in our rivers and streams water. and everything else, water. Absolutely. You know, I may have to, I may have to pin you down on a show freely. We haven't had a fish talk show in a while. Maybe we should talk about some of the effects like that on the show. I think it'd be pretty good. I'd love to do that. Hey, by the way, Fraley, did you ever look up the Chena River monster, the ice monster? <laughs> I just saw it on a show the other night again that popped up. <laughs> I told you to true be that, right? What did you think it was? Let's see if he if he's have any idea of what's floating around in Chena, <laughs> Chena River. <laughs> <There's> a... <laughs> but any way you look at it with a fire, there's going to be good things that come from it. There may be bad things that come from it. Right. That affect something else, but it balances itself out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a natural occurrence. Yeah. But, you know, we have volcanoes here just like Hawaii, and they spout off every once in a while we get ash we get yeah a little bit of lava not quite as much lava as hawaii does yeah. but it's it's a natural thing that happens right the la rivers fairly yeah the, mostly in the <laughs> canals just to let you know i know i spent a lot of down a lot of time in la on those canals <laughs> <laughs> fairly just well, what was it lake up. mead Oh, Lake yeah. Mead is at the they're lowest com- level it's been in years, and they're finding bodies left and right. Oh, yeah, they're popping bodies like crazy out there right now. <laughs> Brett, it, it's been a hot second since you've been on the air. I don't know if I, I was around. How did the, the Great Spam Cook-Off go? You know what? Um, they, actually, <laughs> they actually canceled it for me uh, because I was not able to attend because um, I didn't smuggle the quail eggs in. Right. Yep. It's all your fault. Yeah. I know. Um, no, they actually. So we'll wait for next year for you. Was going on, and I was uh, working the fire, and they actually canceled uh, the cook off till next year. Um, that was I, just I, a gracious thing that they did for me, so that it, we could be a part of it next year. The great confluence of things, though, I, I yeah. recently got a puppy in my life, and and he is going to be, he's going to be old enough to travel, and I, you know, I, I hate to be selfish, but if it got canceled, and I can still be part of the spam cook up next year and bring my puppy along with me, and there are no forest fires next year. No, I, no. I, By I, the I, way, I'm great gonna... pictures you sent me of the puppy. I love the bag you're carrying him in, not Prada. <laughs> not Prada at all. <laughs> I got a kick out of that big time. <laughs> no, no, seriously, opening up to the panel, though, do you guys have any any advice for a three-month-old puppy where the, he wants to be a good boy, but I swear he is a biological terrorist, uh, an agent in my house of pure destruction where 
I turned my back and I didn't realize that an animal, I didn't realize anything could create this much urine and feces. So like, I, okay. he, he's so cute. And, and I, I, I got to tell you what the, what is, and some may agree with me and some may not is I'm going to tell you that um, a children's pack and play with puppy pads. And once you get them set up on puppy pads in a pack and play, you're able to take those pads out because they're getting used to going on those puppy pads and you can move them around the house and get them closer and closer to the door till they start figuring it out. Yeah. I, I think that I, I'm just dealing with something that's so young right now where it's like 50% of the time he hits the target. It's kind yeah. of like the aerial bombing campaign of, of Europe and world <laughs> war two. <II. laughs> Where it's like, <laughs> must be a scud missile, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, seriously, it's like 50% of the time, right on target. The other 50% of the time, civilian population centers were the damage, and I am the civilian population center. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? Oh, trust me, I can Remember? feel for you. Three months. Three months? Okay, yeah, still young. Yeah. Try, yeah. yeah, like any any anything that I'm trying to train, I feel like it's kind of like validation confirmation where I'm like, I got him to go outside today. And, and that's only because I picked him up and put him outside and he's like, I have to go. It's not because he's going outside because he knows that's where it's the place to go. I just got in front of it and put him outside. And Positive reinforcement when that happens. Get dog treats. When he goes outside and potties where you want him to, you give him a treat. Or when he does it in the house, he doesn't get one. Right. All right that, that, and then he'll start associating it with getting a treat. Right. See, that's what Susie did with me. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have the problem now because we have two dogs and two cats. <laughs> that when the dogs go out and they all come back in, everybody gets a treat. So we have all four of them lined up. Yeah, two cats and two dogs are waiting for treats when the dogs come in. <laughs> yes, I beat you to it, Fraley. <laughs> that's how I got trained. <laughs> Well, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, that's the best way. Uh, get yourself a pack and play. You know what a pack and play or is. Or even right? one of those little kid play areas where it's a little fence that I, gives I, them I a little fun. round play area. And... Yep. So, the totally, totally got one of those. And and like and, and when I put them in it, it's 80% success. And... You know, I, I just know that he needs to have a little bit of like freedom to, to roam. And, you know, I, I live in a small apartment and when I give him freedom to roam, he then uses my bedroom on the other end of the apartment as his uh, place to poop. So I know that I need to get a baby gate to confine the area. Right. But yeah. but I, I think that you guys are giving me solid advice of like positive reinforcement. I yep. guess what I'm looking for is a little bit of like positive reinforcement on my side as my as my will is being crushed by like a biological <laughs> terrorist in my house it, it will end at some point right it will yeah it will. it's like a toddler trying to potty train them you know it will end, right like you know like there will come a day when i am gonna look the other way and I'm, I'm expecting to see like pooper pee and and there won't be pooper pee right it, it will right. end yeah, no it'll come around it'll come around like I said, the pack and plays have always worked the best for me with puppies, moving them around, uh, you know, and once you get them trained on the puppy pads and the pack and play and you move that closer and closer and then you start putting the puppy pads on the floor and start moving them closer and closer to the door, 
um, it does work. Do you guys do you guys remember like the age at which you started to see like the training start to develop and actually break through and work? Because I'm at three months right now, and I feel like it's just like I said, it, it's like if I put them outside at the right time, it, it it's I'm just prevented it. Actually, Franley just hit it dead on. It's by six months. Yeah, you got to remember you you got him at two months old. He was eight weeks, right? Nine weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a baby. You're you're barely a month in. You know, yeah. he's he's still barely got his eyes open. You know, he's he's still he's still looking and just trying to feel his way through life right now. You know, know. everything's new to him. You know, and you know it, it's it's kind of like when you're potty training a kid. Set a timer so every like a certain amount of time every hour or every two hours you take them out and try to encourage that to go while you're out. Same uh, thing with a little kid. You put them on the potty whether they do it or not. You get them to start associating it with it. And when you give them that positive reinforcement with a treat that they did it, and you make a big deal and oh good boy or good girl, they yeah. start associating it. Hey, I want to do something real quick here. I need to test this music and see if this works yet. I need okay. to see. Do me a favor. I'm going to go ahead and play this right now. Tell me if this works or if it sounds good on your guys' end. Well, I don't want this okay. mess, but, you know, it's just going to get me anyway. Here. Fraley, how's the music sound on your end? It's dead. There's nothing. Really, you hear music it's at all? Total... Really? I wonder what's going on. I can't huh. hear anything either. Wow. That's weird. I, I got to see what is going on. I feel like something may have accidentally gotten unplugged or something. I feel like we, we definitely think... cleared the X-Files of me because everything else is working. So So now this one's on you, buddy. Right. I, I don't know. I don't. You know, one of the cats could have gotten in there and unplugged something. Right. Well, it's showing because you. Oh, wait a sec. Wait a sec. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. Okay. Let's try this again. Anything? No. No. Nothing? Sorry, bud. Nothing. Wow. Man, I hear it coming through on my side. Like, perfect. Some Sometimes Podbean is just, in general, weird. And, yeah. and like, if, if I have my matrix thing that I, I bring to the table, you've been out for, for six weeks, and you're, you're just getting back into the flow of everything. And, right. uh, you I know. Don't know. Maybe playing music is something you got to ease your way back into. You know, what I mean? it obviously is. I mean, because wow, I have no idea, nothing, huh? Let me see here. I need to, I need to check this out. Yep, see, because it's going through the roadcaster, it's going through my board, it's going through here, it's going through there. I'm just wondering if I shut something down somewhere. Let me take a look at this let's go to here maybe it's as stupid as like my work computer i had the update now it doesn't want to talk to my printer i just made something updated and i don't know 
you know, I I just I've been playing on it for a while, and then let's try this again here. Anything at all? Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. Okay, that just blows me away. Obviously, it's somewhere in there, but I'm sure I probably still got. You can probably hear this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my soundboard's working. I got that going. I got this going. Oh, yeah. Soundboard's working. Oh, now it works. That works. You got that? Yep. Got that. Yeah. Okay. So I got stuff coming through the soundboard. I just don't know where anything else is. Well, no, because I'm seeing nothing... Okay. I got nothing coming through on there right now. So check it. This is like what I talk about with the electronic interruption. You, you ask ask yourself, like on the X Files level, what do you think? Yeah. That, like in in your own thing that's going on, what do you what do you think the interruption is? Like, I don't know. I honestly don't. Wait a second here. Wait a sec. Check that out. Okay, hang on a second. Let's try now this you're again. Super loud. Am I? I'm super loud. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. How's that? Is that better? Way better. Way better. Yeah. Okay, I didn't mean to blow your guys' ears out. How's that? What are you trying to play, man? Well, I I just said some music queued up, but for some reason something is just like totally blocking me here. Maybe how's that? In a weird way, Brett. Like I said, X Files kind of business. Maybe maybe it's like the programming of the show. Maybe maybe you got to like ease into the programming and like talk about like. Do you, do you guys hear music right now? No. I don't I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, you know what? It's like my first husband's funeral. Tried to play the dance. No matter what, two different CDs, it would not play. Right. So, and all you got was friends and low places. Like, you know, friends in low places in a church. Oh, right. <laughs> Wouldn't play that song. I would love to do a, a giant psychic experiment. I'm going to hang up on the call. I'm going to yeah. get back to what I was doing. And and you let me know. Like, you email me. Because I'm going to go back to work on what I was working on. Email me okay. and let me know if the, the music works if I go away. Okay. All right. And and look, I'm, I'm willing to jump back on the cast. But I'm, okay. I'm so super curious to see what happens All right. when I leave. Hop off. Hop off. And I'll... Uh... Yeah, bail off for a second. I gotta try this now. Now you got me wondering. Okay, I just jump back on. Uh, I know you're going off the phone right now. Okay, you guys ready? Uh, Susie, yeah. tell me what you hear. Absolutely you hear music? Nothing. Absolutely nope. nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right. I don't know. I I got music coming through my headphones like crazy. It's coming through my board. It's it's popping. I just don't know. I don't know. 
I just don't know. I, that's so weird. It's absolutely weird. I don't know. I guess we'll have to try it out on a on a new one. And uh, I might as well get Maddie back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like cleaning work. up puppy poo. <laughs> Come on back. Okay, let's try this here. <laughs> send him a message <laughs> i don't know i have no idea what's going on because i can see that my mic is coming through strong as heck right now does it sound pretty good hey, on whatever you did it sounds better now yeah okay yeah okay well we got that going for us at least i have no idea i i don't know i did i got nothing i got nothing I shot him an email so he can come on back and uh, let's see what we can get going here. <laughs> I don't, I wonder if it's just the load on it. Try this. Let me see. Tell me if you hear anything. Nope. Absolutely nothing. No, Kevin Farley nope, wants you to sing for him. Kind of, you started to hear something, but it's not totally coming through. I think I'm probably just up for a reboot. I would imagine that's yeah. about it. Well, Kevin asked if you'd sing for us. I ain't singing. No, I'm not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not happening tonight. <laughs> not happening. Um, let me see. Someone just shot me a message here on the side. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with it. I honestly don't know. Uh, it's kind of strange. It's really strange. I've lost my music. Uh, let's see. Someone just sent me another message here. No, nothing. I got nothing, but yet you can hear I loaded stuff all day long, which is kind of strange. Yeah, because yeah. you can you can hear this, right? Yep. Okay. Except That's Rick's good. not here. Right. I sent him a message. I don't know what he's doing, to be honest with you. Okay. Let me see here. Okay. That works. That works. I don't know. I guess I'll just have to mess with it later and see what happens. I don't know, but I apparently I lost my music for tonight. It just does not like me. It's probably, I don't know. Is it my fault? It's got to be my fault know. somewhere. Because I can see it coming through. I can honestly see it coming through, but there's just nothing. Let me check the settings here channels yeah make sure it's not muted getting on the air i don't know let's go into here all right now my level is good there everything is good i don't know i'm just going through my settings on my board and everything is fine it just doesn't make sense you got a little gremlin that's sitting there giggling in the corner. I do. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Don't feed him after midnight. 
<laughs> don't get him wet. Whatever you Too do. late. Too late. <laughs> no. <laughs> Barn cat already spilt a tea all over my desk. So I'm dealing with that right now. <laughs> ah, no wonder why she comes shooting back in here. Oh yeah, I kicked her tail out. <laughs> I'm still trying to dry off half my desk right now. It's a mess. All right. Well, let's see. What else do we got to talk about? Um, other than glad that this fire thing is over, I sure am excited about. Well, I'd really like to get some ride time in. Is what I need. If it stopped I, raining. Uh, right? Yeah, now it won't stop raining. I can't win either way. Um, also, what do we got coming up? Oh, school is starting. Yeah, your evil Yay. boss is going to make you go back to work. I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> we got school. What, that your boss is evil or you're going to work? Yeah, that I'm going to work. <laughs> All right, I'm still flinging things off my desk here. Oh, no, what was in that? Uh, right? I have no idea. Let me see here. No, I'm I'm trying to pick up the pieces on my desk right now. Uh, uh, I don't know what that was. I don't even know if it's important or not. You know, you can always tell the I don't know it was yours. It says Susie on it. This. <laughs> well. It's an envelope that said you on it, but there ain't nothing left of it, I could tell you that much. I guess it wasn't important. Right. I don't know. My, my million dollars. No, it wasn't. And uh that's another thing. Um yeah, where's our where's our mega millions? Okay, so let me talk about this. I spent I spent eight days down in Arizona. After the fire, I had to go down to Arizona and uh, take care of some things down there. Um, sold my my parents' home down there um, for my mom so that she's got some the money to kick back on. And uh, let me tell you, I stepped off the plane and I melted. Literally. Um, the day I got there, 108 degrees after leaving 67 and sunny. It was 108 degrees down there. I can tell you one thing. I don't miss that at all. It was freaking brutal. Um, the only good thing that happened was I definitely... Got to eat some real good Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the only good thing about that. Um, but let me tell you, I don't miss that heat at all. Poor Scott, you know, he's living in it. He says, oh, yeah, we're getting cooler. We're into the high 90s now. I'm like, dude, come on. That is just brutal. Okay, give me one second here. I'm just backing away from the mic here. I had to grab a, a towel here and try and... Okay, my desk is now dry. And all the sound equipment was saved. But that was pretty ugly. Uh, Fraley, I've been catching up on you, watching, uh, seeing you out fishing all over the place. Um, so do me a favor. 
what do you think the run is going to do this year? Uh, you got up here and took a little look, didn't you? Did you come up here to Anderson while this mess was going on? Or did you get up here prior to that? Um, a lot of people have been asking me about that, what they think the, the run is going to do this year for the salmon. Um, I haven't seen nothing yet out there. Um, of course, generally, it's not going to pop for a little while yet, but usually we see some. Um, the King run was lowest ever this year. Wow. Okay. Chums and Kings closed. Wow. Cut for everywhere in the state. Is that everywhere? Fraley in the state. That's for the Yukon. Wow. Okay. I know they closed it to Kings too, down on the, uh, Kenai Peninsula too. Yeah, because you were the just down. Were so bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, it's definitely uh, we got some we got some issues going on right now, and this this fire that we just had didn't help it at all. Hello and welcome to the show. Glad you joined us tonight. We got a bunch of new listeners that have joined us. Uh, for those that didn't know, I am back. Uh, it's been um, about six, seven weeks. Uh, so since I've been on, uh, since I was working the fire and also, uh, down on the lower 48. So it's good to be back on the air. Let's see here. Uh, coho, not sure yet. They're coming in now. Well, I'm going to keep an eye out for sure. And, uh, see if we, uh, See if we get anything out of it. Let's see. Susie, you got anything that you wanted to throw out, by the way? No, just parents can start jumping for joy. School goes back here pretty quick. Right. How many days we got? When's the uh, first day? The, the 23rd for Denali School. Denali. Uh, 13 days. Denali Borough. And are we on the same as Ninana and everyone else now? No. Still, still. Um, a lot of areas started going back this week and next week. Ah, okay. Um, I believe, from what I've heard throughout the state, that some of them went back this week. Most of them are next week. We're one of the latest ones to start back. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Robin in the hood's back. Robin, you can jump on if you like. I've opened the lines up. I'm still working through some little details here that I'm having some problems with. Hey, do me a favor. Check this. See if you hear anything online or not. See if you're hearing any music. Are you hearing anything? Nope. Nothing? Still? Nothing. Still. Nothing? Nothing. Anything? Wow. Nope. I don't know. No, I'm just I don't a know. reminder. Be nice to your school bus drivers. Like, <laughs> yeah. God bless ours. They're all coming back this year. But yeah. there's a lot of areas that are struggling because people don't want to drive. Right. Um, and it's not just school buses. It's it's any CDL drivers. They're short across the country. And I have Absolutely. my personal opinions on it. <laughs> 
but <laughs> I mean, honestly, a lot of it, people either can't pass background checks, MVR checks, or they don't want to do a drug test. Right. They Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Guess what? You all know who that is. Robin in the hood. Robin. Hey, everyone. You is live. <laughs> what I miss? What I miss? Ah, uh, we talked about the fire. We talked about all sorts of good stuff. Um, Aliens, conspiracy theories. Right, right. It's good to have you uh, back. We lost, we lost Maddie here for a few minutes, and Scott dropped off for a few minutes. So it's me, you, and Susie plus uh, a few others there. Uh-huh. Someone's making a cocktail. Who's making the cocktail? I am, I am. (laughs) Well, shoot, where's ours? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Man, I had to run out to the uh, local water hole there and replenish some stuff. Yeah. Thought we were never going to get out of that. Right? You know how that? Hey, I knew someone else bit nice. Yeah, uh, no, it, it's not me. Let's see here. Uh, so, anyways, you know how that goes, right? Get out there somewhere, and everyone's saying, "Hey, Robin! Hey, hey, hey!" Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you just fine. Okay, we're just letting you roll with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I got invited to another party. Needless to say, you did. Yeah. In your living room? A, huh? In your living room? No, 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 no. Hmm. No, I got invited to another party. Oh, okay. She's just a party person. Right. Yeah. Right. You you should you do so well in public like the rest of us. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what this the bartender out there said too. That's why I love you, Robin. No filters. <laughs> there is no <laughs> What I say <laughs> I didn't do nothing. I say nothing. <laughs> they that's say that's right. what you think. I can't even play music right now. I've I, I can't. I, no, I've got all sorts of issues going on right now. Well, that and sucks. Can, wait a sec. Can you hear this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's least least I got something, but I can't <laughs> play music. My my music feed is like dumped right now. See if you hear this. Anything? No. No. no music in the background. I wonder if I my water. I I honestly wonder if I need to reload it and see I what's going on. I think you do. Let I me. Think it expired since you been, weren't on for such a long time. It expired out. Right. Are you hearing anything right now? Yeah, your voice. <laughs> Nothing else. No. How about this? You hear some? No. No. It's I hear ice crunching. No, that's ice. dog food. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know what to do. 
I don't name know. Name that sound. <laughs> right. Name that sound. I wonder if uh, this- I think you got to reload it, Brett. Hondo. I, that's a good possibility. Let me try something. It's fired yeah. out since I you ain't been on for a while. I may I may lose you for a second. Okay. Hang on a well, second. You know I hijack the show. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna try something real quick. I'm gonna throw a reload in here. Okay. All right. Give me a second here. You guys are still that gonna means be we on. We can hijack I'm, the show. Right. Okay, give me a minute here. Let's try this. Is it just us that are on? Yeah. Right now. Mm-hmm. Maddie had to step away because he was having puppy problems. Puppy was leaving him presents all over the house. And Scott had a, another call he had to take. Who's Maddie? Maddie from New York. No. Nope. That calls in. That's a new one to me. Um, If you heard his voice, you'd probably recognize it because he's been calling in a lot over the last six months. Oh. Hmm. He's a friend of Boogie Nights that got hooked on the show. That calls in pretty frequent. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, my I'm, gosh. Okay, can you guys He's hear back. Me? Yeah. Okay. I'm back, kind of, a little bit. How's it sound? Yeah. Any better? It sounds okay. Does it? Okay. Yeah. So I got that part going. Now let's check this. Okay. Hang on. Tell me what you hear. I hear music. Do you? Uh, yeah, I hear music too. Nice. Nice. Okay. So I've got my, apparently I have my music back. That was weird. I had to, I basically, anyway, I got nothing. <laughs> has a gremlin and it's Maddie's fault. We'll blame it on him. It totally just blows me away. Okay, so something I wanted to bring up today. Um, most celebrities that we lose, there's very few that actually um, touch me very much, is uh, we lost Olivia Newton-John. Yes. Robin, did you like Olivia Newton-John? I did. I liked I the did. movie Grease, uh, a couple songs of Olivia's I yeah. grew up with as a child. Or yeah. whatever you call that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was one heck of a great person. She fought cancer yeah. for 30 years. Um, yeah. you know, her and Travolta were like brother and sister for years and years and years. Um, I'm sure that is just just brutal what he's going through. Um I tell you what, it is uh yeah. That's a weird thing to say, but you can tell you're getting older when we start losing, you know, people like that. Yeah. You know? Uh, I don't want to agree no. too much to it, but yeah. I know. I know. I got, uh, let's see here. I actually queued up. But I'll song. tell you what, she fought the good fight to fight breast cancer. Right. Over 30 years, three different times, and the last time it did go metastasize in her brain. Right. God bless her, because I've watched a girlfriend of mine go through it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a tough road. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you hey, know, by the way, welcome to the show. We got anyone with, with cancer, watching them die from some disease is tough. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Both it's, ends. It's, 
it's just totally rough. Both um, ends, you know? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I thought about it and, you know, we, we come from those ages of, you know, we're that basically what, what do they call us? Gen X line. Is that what it is? Boomer yeah. X, whatever. Yeah. You know, and, uh, those were those were that those were people that you know i i watched that show you ever show that show um what was that show called that i saw recently um the 80s what made us or something like that did you ever see it it was like on discovery travel channel or one of those you know i was looking something like that yeah yeah and i was going wow yeah you never really think about that stuff anymore but yeah it definitely is Oh, definitely. Robin, what have you been up to? Um, not a lot since Leary's been gone. <laughs> right. They finally make it off the ground and get out. You know, they went up. That's, that's something I got to share with you here. Uh, okay. They regrouped instead of going up, up the mountains to get sheep. Yeah. They came home and regrouped and went up to moose camp. Ah, to look so, for a bear or two. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. And <laughs> yep, while I got you on air, while I'm on air with you, get a load yeah. of this. Okay. Yesterday, or the other evening, I should say. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Facebook with my cousin in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I they got think Facebook in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he asked me a question about the hunters. Did the hunters, you know, kind of like what you just asked me. And I think yeah. I put down, uh, they regrouped and they're going up to shoot a bear or yeah. find a bear. I can't remember yeah. how just I worded it. Yeah. Facebook came back after me and said, you are restricted for 21 hours, 24 hours. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. He got sent to Facebook jail. <laughs> Seriously. Uh. <laughs> you know, I should have reworded it. Said, no, they're going to find a teddy bear. <laughs> right. You know, a few years ago, I put on Facebook, I got to go bear hunting with a friend of mine. And I put it on there. And unfortunately, we weren't successful, but it was, it was a good time. And I had several people that I'm on Facebook with that were friends from, like, back in high school that were doing the, oh, my God, why would you kill a bear? Why wouldn't I? They're good to eat. You know? That was what this was so about. so many things with their hide. It's great. As long as they're a berry bear, I won't do fishy yeah. bear. Yeah. That's what but this was I mean, about. I got blasted Did just he... for, from people being, oh, my God. It went, Why it went you hurt a animal. animal. Yeah. Wow. So I got to <laughs> complain when a vegetarian goes and, and eats a carrot and pulls it out of the ground, do they? Well, they're, they're <laughs> when food. they go buy hamburger on a little foam foam container in cellophane. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm, I'm restricted off Facebook. I can't comment. I can't like nothing on Facebook <laughs> until 10 tonight. <laughs> right, <laughs> jailed. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Maddie, uh, you, know, you can get on live with us now. It wasn't you, by the way. <laughs> it was a load issue. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you know, I was uh, telling this other friend of mine, said, only me. She says, yeah, I see you can read. She goes, yep, only you. Hey, Maddie. But you know, we're living in a day and age where if you if somebody disagrees with your view, then all of a sudden you're offending them, and everybody's uber sensitive. Right. Um. If you disagree with them, then then there's something wrong with you. Right. Oh yeah. This is it's just it's out of proportion. But yeah, that's what Robin's been up to. That's what Robin's been up to. Facebook jail. <laughs> Good old Robin in the hood. Hey, Maddie, you alive with us? <laughs> and and look, there there is no quantifiable way to prove anything. But my mind started working on something else, and your technology started working. So put on your tinfoil hats, boys and girls. So I, I, what I did was I closed out of the show. I left the show going live, and I reloaded on a second page, and it popped right up. Right on. Yeah, and I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, having, I'll, I don't know. Either, By the way, let me shout this out to you. For any of you who uh, like to send in little notices of, hey, he's playing music. Guess what? I'm licensed. <laughs> 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 let me help you all out with that. I am licensed. <laughs> Under three can I use that one too? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I am licensed, so I can play my music, and I can play. I I actually, what I do with that? This is what I was gonna play earlier. Let me see here, and it was supposed to come up, and that ain't it. Respected. Alaska. Where is it? No, that ain't it. That ain't it. Stay with me for a second. Okay, here we go. But I had this on. And now I'm back. No, that wasn't it either. X, I lost X it. Files, X files. Why you gotta why you gotta lose it so much? There you go. Robin, you wanna sing? What? How's the music? Now we can hear it. Yeah, kind there you go. It's kind of a tribute there to uh Miss Olivia Newton John. That sounds good. That sounds good, right. Hondo. There you go. I mean, come on. It's Olivia. Yep. Sing it. Come on. Tell me more. Oh, no, 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 no. Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm still trying to catch my breath, trying to catch on the show here. <laughs> come on, Maddie. Get on it. Like, I, I know the Tony Moore lyrics and everything else. I'm, I'm like just a little bit too young to like have ever memorized it. It's, it's just the truth of who I am. I'm, I'm the oldest millennial out there, which means that like I know what Gen X, I know what like the baby boomers, I know what the Xenial is. Oh, Maddie so from like, New York. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, grew oh, up okay. I told you you'd know him when you heard his voice. No, right. I, I had I to look at who's on live. Phones, and I grew up with Tell Me More, Tell Me More, but like I, I swear, my, my knowledge ends at Tell Me More because when they te- <laughs> when they tell you more, I'm like, I don't know what the more is. <laughs> now, see, if you to play Let's Get Physical, he'd everybody'd know that one. Oh yeah, oh. I know what Let's Get Physical is. Do you know? I, I do. 
<laughs> I do. So, anyways, Hondo, Susie, uh, yeah, I make a dinner date. A dinner date? A dinner date. I heard Maddie's buying. I am. As he long is. as we're going to Applebee's and we. we oh. so Are you going to get like fancy like on us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, I, look, I, I'm getting older and I'm starting to open up my, my ideas of what a relationship is. So, you know, if, if I could I mean, date all on. of you, I, I right? would. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking for much. I don't. I don't have kids. I'm recently divorced. Like you know, right. I we don't we don't I'm have to get physical. Dog. We don't have to get physical. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get physical, honey, you come over here and load up some wood. <laughs> right. That, that's the kind of physical that I think I'm ready for. <laughs> right when I when I was in my early 30s I'm like oh man I'm like it's like my 20s but money and then my mid 30s was like I don't know if I really want to do this anymore and now I'm in my late 30s about to hit 40 I'm like do I have to do this anymore so right. like, when, when I hear about let's get physical and you're like chop wood and load it up into the wood burner I'm like that's the kind of physical I want to get <laughs> no, that <is> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That is so funny. <laughs> Too much. Well, you know, if you're into cougars, I have a single girlfriend, but <laughs> do, I, do I have to watch out for her on the trail? Do I... No, because she makes <laughs> her hats. <laughs> right on. Uh, so no bear spray no bear spray is required like this, oh this no we good. love bear spray here in alaska you know what bear spray <laughs> is? that's called yeah. seasoning <laughs> hey I, here's a story here's a true story we went down to kenai right for that 10 days or whatever the heck it was with the yeah. family yeah and so <clears throat> everyone everyone decided they wanted to go down to the peony farm uh, okay. Cut peonies, make peony bases and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm like, cool, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And they're all excited. So uh, Lacey's sister comes up, she goes, here, here's a bear spray. Here's a bear bells. Uh, go ahead. Bye. I, I okay. sat there around the camp yeah. thinking, oh, okay. So, you know, I said, well, I ain't going to sit here by myself, you guys. So Zach, he, he said, okay, I'll sit here with you and a couple of the yeah. kids. So we sat there and they're gone an hour and a half. I'll yeah. be goddamn. My daughter calls up. She goes, mom, don't freak out. I said, what? Because I didn't hear no gunshots or nothing. She goes, mom, we're just down the hill. Uh, we're coming up the hill, but there's a bear out behind the outhouse. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> What I do with them bear bells and bear spray you and a dry cabin down there. She doesn't have a cabin. She has a dry trailer. Okay, this this is it. Took a while to answer, so that's why I was asking. Are you were, was Robin in a dry cabin or dry trailer? No, it was just for the day. Oh, okay. they were out there yeah, for the day. Yeah, for the day. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, the day. yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> bet your sweet. Uh, Side by side, eyes inside four walls. <laughs> right. <laughs> at night. Yeah. Oh my God, that's funny. 
No, we get a laugh out of people. You know, you got all them hikers and this and that that come up from them. They get their big old thing of bear spray. We're like, all right, seasoning. Right. <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> my uh, my Sonny's girlfriend, my daughter's telling Sonny's girlfriend, uh, yeah. Sonny doesn't, he's not the outdoors type. He doesn't like to go hiking and he doesn't much care to go bear hunting and, you know, He'll go yeah. moose hunting, but not every year. Yeah. And uh, you know, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that. And yeah. here's here the kid is, he's Alaska Native. He's a true Alaska Native. Right. And and Sonny's girlfriend, Lacey, she's like telling Jamie, my daughter, oh my god, I got ripped. I got ripped. I did I, she went for a <laughs> She went for a true Alaska Native man and you got ripped. That doesn't like to do nothing. <laughs> she went for the Alaska Mountain Man and she got nope. <laughs> yep, yep. Thank you, Chris. Yep. Appreciate it. I see you on there. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome hey, to the show, says, by the way. Hey, it's okay. My mom's the same way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too much. I'm looking forward to grouse hunting. What are we? Two months away? Month away? Somewhere in there? That's my favorite time of year. I love going grouse hunting. Hey, grouse by the are, way, grouse is like speaking of hunting and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I got my gazebo. Did you? Did it get dropped off? I got my off? gazebo sitting in the garage. So when yeah. he gets back, maybe we'll have a gazebo put-up party and over here, and we'll have some cocktails and Frailey, some did you go yesterday? Huh? Ooh, honey, we can go hunting. Sweet. Okay. Do you guys do any, like, preservation like old school like i guess like yeah, we legacy. Can. like <laughs> do you do you do you do anything like canning or like confit or like salt and like dehydration like what do you guys do like once you hunt all these things during the season like what do you do to preserve oh, it they don't last long around hey here. i'm gonna answer this here one because yeah, i've been no, doing go it ahead, Ms. robin my my friend and i've been doing it earlier this this month last yeah. month uh we took some salmon, whole salmon, gutted them, yeah. played them, and then uh, brined them and put them in the smoker. We got smoked salmon. Oh, you brined them first before you smoked them. Yeah. yeah. You can brine them or you can just season Otherwise, them with a dry seasoning rub and put them in the smoker. When, when you brine it first, is that locked? No one caught that, by the way, Susie. What? <laughs> no one caught that. <laughs> He's yeah, brine them first of all. Yeah, they're otherwise they're hard to light. <laughs> but then uh, took You're a couple terrible, moose roast terrible, out. Terrible. Yeah, we took a couple moose roast out and put a dry rub on it and sliced it up and yeah. slipped them in the smoker. And it's called dry meat. Yeah. Instead of jerky, it's dry meat. Well, the difference between I, drinking I, and dry meat. I didn't know that it fired up. I didn't know that grouse fired up tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Um, I'm trying to talk here. Yeah, any of the stuff up here, fishing and hunting, you can can it, you can smoke it, you can freeze it. Right. I, well, I know that you can do all those things, but what do you guys do? Like, I mean, you you got the the nature's bounty, like hunting, fishing, and. And I know oh, that like it gets cold as cold it can be, so you just leave it out in your backyard and it freezes. But like, oh, I make there? a freezer out by our Arctic room door every year. Do, do you guys? Yeah, you lost two gallons of milk one year too. 
<laughs> he left it out in the snow and they couldn't find it until spring. <laughs> I did. I lost two gallons of milk out there. <laughs> like you, you guys are like way up in like wilderness land. And and one of the things that always fascinated me is like the, the native yeah. Americans that live up there, like the, the Inuits and like all the other tribes. One of the, yeah. one of the questions that I always ask was where do they get their vitamin C so they don't get scurvy? And and when I did my research, the, the answer was they eat like the liver from moose and like the seal blubber, and that's where they get their vitamins and minerals. Now I know that like we're Westerners, so we don't do that. So like you guys have a different approach. Do you ever like look at what the natives do and like replicate it? Like what what's your your whole hunting like storage situation? Like what do, what do you like to do with it? I'm so curious. Not, like and I'm not. Them. I'm not being facetious. That grouse usually, my grouse usually go straight to the freezer, and they don't last very long in this house. I mean, flying sirloin. Yeah, the flying sirloin. They don't last long around here. I like them. I like them so cooked in like- iron skillet with red onion and mushroom, and a little bit of either Yoshida sauce or. <laughs> Um, a little Worcestershire and uh, garlic salt, and man, I'm in hog heaven. Hey, Big Maddie, top. it depends on which part of Alaska you're you're in. Yeah, if you're the interior, you can preserve it. If yeah. you're way high up north, Barrow, Unicle, way up there, you know where where you can go bow hunting for a whale. Yeah. Like the Eskimos do, the hardcore. Right. <laughs> I just, I just realized something. We're actually running out of time on this show. Should I fire up another show? Do we want to keep talking for a while? I mean, I, I'd come back for another round. Uh, well, let's gotta, see how long it'll let you go, and then if it cuts off, then restart up another show. It's gonna, it's gonna cut off in about four minutes. It All right. Hey, work. I'm gonna go ahead and cut out. Are you? Yeah. Why? Uh, I'm, I'm chilling, dude. I'm chilling, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not raining. It's not blowing wind. I'm chilling. We can we can do a part two if you want me to. I I would come back for part two. To you want to me a part two? Alaska. Chris, are you voting in? Let's see if Chris wants to vote in and Fraley wants to vote in. Clearly says he's got to drop off his wife's family's in visiting. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we will call it for tonight and come on back next Tuesday. Now that I got But a quick answer to your your question, though. Fish, typically, they can, or you can freeze it or smoke it. Right. to, To keep it. A lot of the other stuff goes in the freezer, or, like, if you live out in a native village, they'll hunt something, and it's shared amongst the the village. So it's used right away. Right. So I'm going to answer what you're asking. I got two questions to follow up with that. First question is you talked about grouse being the fillet of the sky. Is it, is like grouse, like a similar to duck where the breast is like red meat, you cook it medium rare, medium, like, is that why you call it the fillet of the sky? Yeah. It's, it's the flying sirloin. Yes. And the, and then the, the second question, have you guys ever heard of the preservation method called confit? It's yes. A, mm-hmm. do, you get, do you guys Absolutely. ever do that? No, it's too much work. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just, just, just to be honest with you. 
I'm, I'm just I'm an old cat. Oh yes, I I All do right. know. What I'm, I'm signing off. Hey, y'all have a good week. Okay, see you next Tuesday, Robin in the hood. Or sooner. Or so I know I'll see you sooner. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, I everyone, have a good week. Hey, thank you, Bye, Robin. Robin. Thank Bye-bye. you, my dear, for joining. All right. I got, uh, yeah, I got to, we got to, we're going to get shut down here pretty quick. Maddie, thanks for, thanks for joining us tonight. And thanks for, uh, thanks for coming back and all the Maddie, stories that you shared. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be back. I've missed being on the air. Just a reminder our shows, uh, I will be kicking them <laughs> off again hopefully next Wednesday at 6 30 PM Alaska time. Um, I got one more tune for you. I'm a I'm gonna throw out some ACDC tonight. I'm just feeling it for some reason. I think I need to shake it up a little bit here tonight. Um, thank you all for joining tonight. Uh, once again, we've got uh, a show happening next Wednesday at 6:30 p.m. Alaska time. Scott, I know he had to drop off the air. My partner in crime, Miss Susie, my executive producer. Thank you for jumping on tonight and thank making you it for incredible. having me. All the listeners out there, uh, make sure that you follow us here so that uh, there you go. <laughs> All right, Fraley, I got one here for you. Um, we're running out of time here. Uh, all I want to do is say thank you to all the firefighters and EMS uh, that was out here uh, helping us out here on the clear fire. And uh, you know what? We're very blessed to live in such a wonderful community here. For all that, I want to say thank you again from uh, me. Uh, this is Denali Burrow Brett, and I'm going to sign off now. And one thing I could say on the way out is just be kind out there to everyone. You just don't know what kind of day they're having. I got one more tune for you on the way out, little ACDC. Here we go. Thank you all. See you all next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Alaska time. Good night, all. Another swing that the walls were shaking, the earth was
Yeah, that's all, folks.